Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Don. We are The Loaded. We're here at the Middle East event show. Yay! We are for our little pop-up podcast with a loading special it's edition. It's pretty awesome. I'm loving, I'm loving this little uh, booth we've got. It's incredible. Can um, we put it in the office? We will. It's actually been constructed so we can do pop-ups around. Yes. No yes. way. So actually question, get, we, yes, one day. The loading goes on, you know, on, on road. On tour. On tour. <laughs> anyway. So, I'm going to hand to you to introduce... Our guest it's in like, the studio. It's like, it's like that thing every time, every time. And I, she always throws it to me because I always get the names wrong. Especially, I'm gonna get, especially, especially this one. Okay, so let me get this right. So it's Abhai. Did Same. I get it right? Well, yes, Almost. you did. Yeah. Well, that's, it, just, that's just the first half of the name. Well, Abhai Singh. Yes. There, that's we right. go. there we go. I was like warming up and building up to that one. Yeah. Oh, welcome into the studio, Abby. It's great Thank to have you so here, much. by the way. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it's good I to really see you again. I, know, I think I, I saw you in Saudi. Did you go um, to the Saudi event show? No, actually, we did meet back at the last Middle East event show. Okay. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. What was and that, three was years ago? GP. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, and I actually had a lot of hair back then. Did so, you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, how so, was stress? <laughs> oh, well, I think it's just the kids and the pandemic itself. <laughs> so, Made the hair go. Yeah. Homeschooling? Uh, no, no. I mean, the birth of twins. Oh, is, wow. Yeah. Your so, your wife had birth, gave birth to twins during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh wow. So, Were you able to go into the hospital or no? Oh, I was. I was. I was able to watch them being birthed. Actually, no that's way. amazing. Uh, well, it's a different story that I was on my mobile at that time as well, because she was under the sedative and I couldn't see all the blood. Oh so, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> Congratulations on that one. Yeah, thank you so, so much. So Abby, 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 who is Abby? So, I am person. Um, person who's ra- born and raised in Dubai okay and I've been here my entire life uh, other than the two years I did away at university um, well to the last two years of my university life rather and I have actually studied commerce and marketing and then I've done my MBA in marketing as well and I actually chanced into the events industry starting off my career with Pico okay uh, hold on hold on hold on this 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 is the bit that I love the most Elaborate on chance. Well, um, I actually wanted to. Uh, so I uh, have a passion for dance. So I've been doing a lot of dance choreography. So okay, com- I'm gonna, oh, com- commerce go. marketer yeah, yeah, ends yeah. up at Pico. Loves dance. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna ask. I've got some questions. Like, which what style of dance? Uh, street jazz, hip hop, really Bollywood, uh, contemporary. Oh my! I never knew this. Yeah, and um, so that's what. And I used to be involved in a lot of stage performances. And I really had the love for the entire production that would go in yeah. for musicals. And that's something that led me to kind of understand the knowledge of what goes on into, you know, staging a show. Agree, yeah. And, you know, because you know, know firsthand as a performer what's needed and, you know, I guess that world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, everything I learned was on stage. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's what stage right, stage left, yeah. being center. And, you know, even if you're dancing, if there's an audience of 5,000, you need to dance loud. You need to dance big. You need to emote. So why yeah. why commerce marketing then? Because education <laughs> and Indian parenting. Ah, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, but the, it, it was a benefit because uh, that is where I could hone my skills because there are obviously a soft skills where, you know, naturally I'm an extrovert and I love interacting with people and talking to them. Mm-hmm. And for me, every... I love the entire story behind every conversation or every person I meet. 
So that is something which I could use in my education. And then that shaped me up into the salesperson that I am today. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're normally like selling, you don't want to just sell a concept. You Hold on. Sell rewind, story. rewind, rewind, rewind. Okay. Chance Pico. Let's go back to that first. Yeah. Right. So uh, obviously I was like heavily interested in the whole production of events and all of that. And um, I gave an interview uh, for some openings in different, in, uh, you know, agencies and all. And uh, one of them was Pico. And so you went directly. Out. So did your, sorry, I'm, I'm fascinated by this part of everyone's story. So the you change. Finish, yeah. Well, you know, everyone ends up in, in events in the most random way. Yeah, of right? course. Like you fall into it somehow. Yeah. So you did, you did your commerce marketing degree. Yeah. Finished your degree. Then you had to go looking for a job. Yes. And because of your event, your event and dance background, you wanted to get a in job in the event world, in the events industry, in the events industry, using your marketing. Correct. Ish. And yeah, I mean the marketing and sales aspects of it. Yeah. And um, the openings which I saw was one of them was for Pico, mm -hmm. and they called me in for an interview, and I landed my first job over there in the events industry. What was the role? It was a sales and accounts executive. Okay. And um, I was working for some odd reason. I was placed in the exhibition stance part of it. Okay. So it still wasn't the events part of it. And um, that's where well, I started Pico's off. massive in yeah, exhibitions. Pico, it is. It is. Huge. Yeah. Huge. So that's where I started off the events industry journey. And wait for it. I then moved on to Action Impact. Okay. You were at Action Impact? I was. So no is, way. So are you, Lilia. Yeah, that's what brought me, they brought me out here. Really? Back in, um, oh, a while ago. Yeah. Uh, so. Just after just after the crash, 2009. Oh. Yeah. So I, was, I was there back in 2017. Oh, yeah, I was long gone. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Alice was there with me. Was, ah, yeah. No way. Yeah, so yeah, Alice, you guys not see me. Listen, every, that. everyone, everyone, um, the majority of people graduated from Action Impact. That's true, actually, because it true. was one of the biggest agencies here for, for exactly. a long time. Huge. When, and, I, when I joined, they were like pushing 100 staff. Absolutely. Wow. And um, I, if, if you would take Pico as the place where diamonds are identified mm. and pressurized, Action Impact would be the polishing school of it. Amazing. And so you went um, from Pico to Action. Did they poach you? Um, Kind of. Be, yeah, kind of. I mean, I can, I, I can tell by the reaction. It's like, mm, how do I answer that one? <laughs> yeah, but they, they, they did kind of uh, at that point of time because I had a friend who was working in production for them as one of the producers. I think I know who it might be. Maybe. Does it start with N? No, it starts no. with A. <laughs> okay, Damn so maybe you don't know. You're looking maybe really I confident don't know. Are we going to play Hangman now? I was very <laughs> confident I'm, for I'm, a second I'm unsure there. where this is going. You, you were very confident. No, I, just, I, I, I was just very confident. Anyway, I was wrong. Yeah, No, but yeah, I mean, so I had a lovely experience over there um, while that lasted. And then Were you I, there to the end? Uh, no, not till the end. And I know what you mean by the end. Controversial. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, COVID. COVID yeah. hurt a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. COVID I mean, hurt a lot of people. It's, it, it was unfortunate. Yeah. And they, they, but they did deliver some massive events. The Dubai parks and resorts opening. Listen, they changed the landscape. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's where I felt like they brought in experiential mm. events, you know, and um, post that I actually got into. That was my introduction into the technology side of events. Okay. Because we would use uh, technology or, you know, uh, kind of 
event applications and all of that. Yeah. And that's when I moved into another company uh, in around 2017 for um, event technology. Yeah. And that was and were, you, were, you, were you always interested in technology? Because you've gone from like performance into, I guess, like production. And then you've made that transition into technology. Well, that's the thing. When you said you ended up in the, the sales, I'm like, but if you enjoy the production and all that, how come you didn't go Going into being a producer manager. or yeah, project sir. manager? But, you know. Yeah. Um, that's where I say, like, you know, chance and fate had its own kind mm -hmm. of journey path. for you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it matched my personality mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, talk. And I'm a natural born kind of extrovert. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's And then it you just, went into tech. So technology part of it came, uh, you know, just at that point, event technology and event applications was not such a big thing, but mm -hmm. it was coming into the foray of the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So people were starting to, it was starting to generate an interest and people were starting to notice this. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't work out for too long because uh, it was a startup mm -hmm. and that's where it was like, it was too ahead of its time at that point. And um, that got me into my third biggest milestone of my career, which was DXB Life. Okay. So, so you worked with some of the big powerhouses. I know, yeah. I was very fortunate and blessed and um, that they trusted me and, you know, had faith in my skill set. So what did you do with DXB? So over there is where I finally was into production services. Mm -hmm. Got you. And I was still selling to clients, but I was actually selling the entire production of the show. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I would coordinate um, the entire stage, sound, lighting, and everything I had a passion for, and all the knowledge that I gained from the previous experiences amalgamated into that. Yeah. So that's where I could truly shine, and I've done some of my best work over there, uh, including the K Content Expo, which happened in 2018, okay. October. And that was a highlight for me because you had K-pop bands. I was going to say, what was that? I, mean, I was assuming it was K-pop, but... Exactly. We had K-pop bands coming in and I was managing the entire production of the oh, show. Wow. You that were doing your epic. best not to jump on stage and dance with them, right? I was right below the so stage. So you were so there, right? Yeah, you were yeah. itching. And it was it was amazing. Who performed? We, Do you remember? There, there was a band called The Seventeen. Okay. And they were I'm sure there were 17 of them. Because the like, K-pop bands are huge. So they called 17, but there were 14 of them. <laughs> Confusing. Maybe they were all 17 years old. Yeah. Or maybe, it could be. Yeah. That would be really underage. Yeah, that's not really weird. <laughs> but no, they, they had some kind of um, um, reason behind the name, or they had maybe three band members leave by that time. But that was that was real fun, and that was crazy. I've never seen teenagers scream so loud yeah. as, I, as much as I did in that show. Mm. I mean, I've seen a few Justin Bieber concerts, but the craze for K-pop is yeah. extremely different. Mental. I remember doing a show in Jakarta and um, it was in a stadium and we had like barriers all around the stadium thinking nobody could get in the field to play. The minute the K-pop group came on, like, geez, I've seen thousands of people running to that stage. See, Mental. I find this all crazy because I grew up in Korea. Yeah, what? what? Yeah, yeah I, I find that. Ani <laughs> Did you learn that in concert, or have you, do no, you speak Korean? They would have said it over shows. and over again. It just it's basically all, uh, hello. Yeah. Well, can, I'm sorry. Obviously, this is your story. I'm just digressing one second. Was K-pop a thing when you were living in Korea? They were just bands. Interesting. Do you anyway, know what I mean? It was just. It, should, it's become a phenomenon. Yeah. But I watched this when I was a kid. We should do a, a discussion on K-pop one day. But anyway, yeah. so back to you. We should get K-pop on here. But, yeah. but you know what? So K-pop, I feel, is like what people missed with the 
Backstreet Boys mm. and yeah. NSYNC back in Chibacho, the day. Yeah. It's actually just come mm. back now as K-pop. Mm. And the entire so teenagers wanted something to kind of like love. So yeah. that's that's where it's filling that void. So and DXP Live then led you to now finally I'm with Raycube Future Tech. Okay. which is back again with event technology. Yeah. And unfortunately, um during the pandemic, uh you know, a lot of people had to be laid off. Yeah. Uh, Horrible for many. Circumstances. Yeah, yeah. about around 800 people. Oh, what? 800 people from Raycube? No, from oh. uh, Trade Center. Oh, sorry, from Trade Center. Trade Center. Okay, sorry, I get you. Yeah. And uh at that point I was very fortunate that uh you know, I came in contact with Raycube and um they had the event technology thing and they were venturing out into the virtual uh element of events as well. Yeah. So that is where I actually understood that come what may event technology is here to stay. Yeah, mm. very true. Cuz if you're having physical events, you have the physical side of the experiences which could integrate with technology and you can create memorable experiences. At the same time, you could also engage an online audience mm. using technology. on a virtual platform or through a hybrid platform and that's precisely what I'll be talking about tomorrow. Yeah, because you have because you're you're you you're, are you doing you're doing a keynote or a panel? Uh it'll be a fireside chat. Nice. Okay. So I'll be doing it with Osama Nuri mm-hmm. from DXB Live. Got ya. So oh. an old mate. I was going to yeah. say <laughs> that's interesting. That's really yeah. nice chat, it's really easy, <laughs> comfortable. Yeah. No, it's 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 going to be a nice uh kind of chat just amongst us. We're going to discuss um what it actually means to engage an audience. Yeah. You know, uh we're actually going to talk about using technology without actually the with the final consumer not noticing what technology they've used. Yeah. Because we're going to focus on the messaging. Okay. And the value creation of that entire experience. Mm. So what time is that tomorrow? That's from 12:40 in the afternoon to awesome. 1:25. Perfect. Cool. Well, for our listeners out there if you're listening in, get down here tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. So when What do you what, like what's your experience from the show this year? Obviously it's a it's a great show. It's been it's very been busy. Crazy. I I heard the parking slots downstairs filled up in an oh, hour and a half. Oh, I couldn't really? park. I couldn't park. There's there's yeah. people double parked. There's really? people I thought, parking. I thought you had a driver. Well, you know, I <laughs> we should, I had we should to, get I the producers on that today. one. Yeah. <laughs> Look at DB getting a driver. I know. <laughs> it's really posh now these days. But it's incredible like it's been very busy. It's it's been amazing. It's it's really nice to see the industry come in full support. Mm. Yeah. And everyone's like It's it's like a renaissance movement right now. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to come back. You can feel the emotion, physical. right? Yeah. There's there's a joy, there's a joy here. And and everyone wants to explore the opportunity. Mm. Yeah. You know, if Dubai was ever the land of opportunities, this mm. is where it actually is you can feel it. Yeah. You mm. know, and now the entire opportunity market is moving to Saudi and Qatar yeah. with the onset of the, you know, football world cup mm. yeah. and everything It's huge. Back. But I'm I'm sure like every the major agencies that are also shining over there are all Dubai based. Uh yeah. there's a lot of um there's actually a lot of agencies which are based over in Qatar which are like from Qatar. Obviously yeah. with the blockade and everything that was going on there for a long time it's quite challenging but I think more and more people are entering the Qatari market now. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. The in- interesting thing is that in many ways the industry is quite far behind I guess in terms exactly. of you know the the infrastructure and just the the level of I guess knowledge. opportunities and the yeah. knowledge yeah the knowledge. the knowledge so if if there's someone to actually educate them and have keep them informed with what's actually happening and how you can um realize the full potential yeah 
that's something that Dubai agencies would mm. actually be, you know, well, adding value, be it in course. Saudi well, Arabia well, pre- or co- Qatar. Pre-COVID, as, as a client, I remember there was some work I wanted to pitch and we struggled to find agencies to pitch, not because they didn't want to pitch on the work, but because they couldn't guarantee that they would be available at the time that the project was being delivered because everyone was shipping out to Saudi. Got ya. All of them were shipping. All the good agencies were shipping out to Saudi. Well, I was going to say that's obviously Saudi is a huge thing for the Middle East now, right now. Like, what's your plans or what's your kind of your take on what you want to do for Saudi in the future? So, um, currently, we are working on a few projects, uh, experience centers yeah. in Saudi uh, with a few other agencies that mm-hmm. we've partnered with. And um, we, are, we are opening up our own office in Saudi as well for on-ground delivery. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the main thing is to actually take the knowledge of the technology yeah. and design bespoke solutions for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. With, the, with their uh, kind of needs and what they want. So it's, it's whatever message the client wants to get their audiences and their consumers engaged with the brand or with, you know, the event itself. Yeah. That's where we want to kind of step in and be a partner on board with them to deliver that bespoke experience mm. using the technology so that could mean anything in terms of you know augmented reality virtual reality or even just a simple touch and throw yeah but it's at the end of the day the messaging is what you know it's the story that sells like yeah. we always say it's the storytelling right yeah exactly but it must be really exciting especially the market like Saudi which we all know has kind of not really had this available to, to a de- degree before it's really starting mm. to open up now but it's got such a young energen- mm. energetic even um, um, population you know Absolutely. I, yeah. I can't remember it's one of the y- youngest populations in the world I think and, and they're, they're very creative, creative man they're, they're very, very creative they're very underground the very yeah, yeah. They're, 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 everyone's like <laughs> yep. really highly educated yeah yep. and they're really wor- well versed with technology they just lack the resources and the kind of expertise to kind of you know execute it yeah and that's where you know agencies like yourself and everyone would be you know really so it's a great adding opportunity value over there. yeah so it's a great great market for you guys then certainly it's, it's a great market for us um to actually explore and we are doing a bit of work over there so we, we're just really excited you know when that kind of clicks yeah and, moves and it will it just yeah, takes yeah. a bit more time it does it does need yeah more so time. how are you going to juggle that with twins <laughs> um, the killer question. How, how, how know, old are they now? They're, they're a year and a half. Oh Oof. wow! It's they're, uh, they're walking now, right? Yeah, they're walking. Yeah, I into mean, things. That's talking scene. They'll be pulling things over. Yeah, yeah, they're walking, and then every time my one of the kids starts hitting my wife with just random thro- throws, uh, my wife just gives me the look like, <laughs> "Yeah, thanks. This should be fault. happening. <laughs> this is this, all your fault." Yeah, I mean, I get pushed on the couch for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but jokes aside, it's the event industry, right? You work in the event industry. It must be quite hard juggling family and work, especially now by going and opening up into new yeah. markets. How are you juggling that? So, um, obviously, family time, a clear distinction, and being able to dedicate time to your family is really important. Um, while not letting work get affected because sometimes during the delivery and setup of events you need to spend probably the entire night yeah you know and from a client and sales perspective um, I need to be there with the clients mm. to ensure the deliveries you know to their expectations yeah 
uh, fortunately, my wife's really understanding of the entire industry and my nature of work. Yeah. And I found a good nanny. Nice. So that's, there you a, go. that's a big secret. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, worth their weight in gold, aren't they? Oh my God, they are. So. Yeah. But of course, it's all your wife. It's all my wife. It's all full, your wife. She's listening in. Full credit. Full credit. Full credit to goes her. to yeah. your wife. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to do she, with the she's nanny. She's a superhero. Man. There'll be no sleep on the sofa tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After I mean, that. she's she's the actual embodiment of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There we go. Wow, you got brownie go. points. Brownie points. Yeah. It was amazing catching up. Thank you so much for passing Thank by our so studio. Much, Thank, Thank you so much. Lynn. And good luck with yeah, the twins. Yeah. Good luck with the twins. But also good luck with oh you know business and everything in Saudi. Your stand's great. So if you are at the Middle East event show, then you know I'm hoping that people swing by and check you out. Absolutely. Uh -huh. We are here at the E10 stand, yeah, Make Your Future Tech. Perfect. Please feel free to swing around and have your photo clicked in the meta avatar in the metaverse. I'm heading over there now. Yeah. Let's actually. go do it. Really cool. Let's do it. All right. Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded.